Hey everybody, it's your boy Avocado 2.0 and you are listening to The Factor. Welcome to a brand new episode. Today we are about to dive into some facts. Last episode we were talking about dating and how dating is usually the beginning to a lot of relationships. We might touch a little bit of that in this episode because, I mean, it's really a good topic. But we are going to get into some facts. I cannot wait. It's about relationships this week. Thank you for listening to The Factor. So I am back. It's Avocado 2.0 and you're listening to The Factor. I want to start where we left off last episode with dating because as uh, time has went along, I've noticed... um, this whole idea of dating just all around me I mean just in a sense of meeting new people and being able to get to know new people and collecting some type of facts on that person or people group of people that may encourage you to further connect or uh, further communicate with with those people and I think that when we look at that that way of uh connecting with other people it is like dating right you can meet a cool friend at a job right and out of nowhere you guys are like hanging out every day but then after a certain amount of time you you realize maybe you don't really like that person or something or you realize that you really do like them um one experience for me that sticks out when creating relationships and how like the whole dating getting to know someone that type of thing ties in Um, During the summers, I usually work um, with a group of people where we all live together. Like, every single day, we're up at, like, 7 a.m. all the way to, like, maybe even, like, 1 a.m. at night. um, Working together and just kind of, like, living um, during the summer together. So, usually, at that job, we tend to welcome a lot of new people each summer. Um, There's some people stay and you know return and things like that but sometimes it's a lot of new people so um being that you know these new people have never done this type of job before it's a lot of bonding that happens um with teaching how to do what we do in the summer um and i just noticed that you know i've gained really great relationships with people when i gave them the space and opportunity to not only be themselves but to show me who they are so that way I can kind of know how to engage with them and so that goes back to the whole dating thing so if we want to look at it romantically um you know obviously there's attraction there maybe uh, some like type of sexual chemistry of some sort but you know there's a attraction to want to get to know this person further on both sides so that's usually where it starts um and then you guys say like hey let's chat right or let's talk and then that kind of get the car started and then now all of a sudden now you guys are like oh let's meet up let's go out to dinner let's get drinks or whatever right so can we say that that's like dating even if you guys both didn't title it to be um only because it's it's essentially you guys getting to know each other and the most common definition of dating is, you know, getting to know another person or group of people. 
So, but relationships in general has this starting point. And whether we call it dating or the starting point, there's a start to every relationship. And I think that the way a relationship starts is really giving you insight to how the relationship will be with that person or group of people or how it will end, honestly. Um, there's a lot of key uh things that stick out when you're getting to know someone um but if you're not paying attention to those things uh some of those things can kind of creep back up on you later on in that relationship with that person and can be a turn off so i mean i can go into a million different stories about that but right now i want to take a break i want to play a song i want to get a nice little vibe going um but yeah stay tuned this is the factor you're listening to avocado 2.0 So I am back, it's Avocado 2.0, and you've been listening to The Factor. I just want to add that I do not own any of the copyrights to any of the music that we're playing in this episode. I purely just want to share and entertain you guys with those beautiful sounds. But we're back, and we're going to jump right back into the facts, and we're still talking about relationships. I mean, who takes one week out of life to talk about relationships that matter our entire life so we're going to talk about it i um been interested in uh discussing a couple aspects of what relationships um are but more so what what entails uh, a relationship like what are the details of a relationship or the uh criterias um that we all kind of put a put forth to begin um, creating relationships with others. And I think, um, in a sense, when we think about the criteria, right, like, what is this list that everyone puts together in their minds of, like, yeah, I'm going to be your friend, or yeah, I'm going to fall in love with you, or yes, I can, you know, value some part of uh, committing to communicating with you in some format, right? Um, But I think it all starts with trusting the other person, trusting that that person is being genuine with you, trusting that they are treating you um, with respect and unconditional um, respect at that, you know, just being honest and things like that. Any relationship built on any type of lust, whether it's lust to have friends and not be a loner, lust to have sex and da-da-da, whatever, it automatically will be, you know, shattered easily because there's no trust built first, right? There's no real bonding of um, that that connecting factor when you're um, in a relationship that is built basically solely off of lust. Um, you know, we just have to try this thing called trust instead. You know, when you trust the person that you love, um, things come out much easier. And trust me, people... When I'm speaking of the person that you love, right, we can't only say that we love the the significant other in our lives, right? We love other people. We love friends. We love uh, family and things like that. And I just feel like that's something that um, any in any relationship in your life, you need to trust the person that you love. And that relationship can possibly be easier to grow and or tolerate, you know, Um you know, trust, trusting another person can eliminate a lot of things from relationships as well. You know, like unnecessary arguments and 
those overthinking sessions that I believe we all have been in and possibly within the last few hours probably been in around certain relationships that we've had with people over the last couple of days or even the last couple of months or years, etc. right? So, um, you know, but when you trust a person and trust that they are being who they are, well, trusting their identity um, that they're putting forward, um, you know, you tend to have a peace of mind. Um, but then with, with trust comes... Um, avoids the unreasonable suspicions, right? Like, all those, like, is this, is that, or I wonder this, I wonder that, the whole investigative uh, mind state that we sometimes go into when, you know, that trust have been lost, even, like, when you lose the trust or um, in that way for someone, like I said, whether it's a person that you are dealing with romantically, a friend or a family member, you still have these suspicious uh you know, sites that you look at, like, all right, well, you know, I can't trust them, so I, you know, feel like they're up to something suspicious, so, you know, trust also shows you that, you know, you really can know that person well, um, that you really uh, do know that person well, um, and feel comfortable with what that person has shown you up into, up until this point, um, you know, and, that trust is just a, a very big, big, big capital letter word um, when it comes to building relationships with people, and that's just the bottom line. You have to have trust in um, all the other things, but it does start with trusting another person, um, especially with your vulnerability, with your secrets, right, with your, you know, dreams and I just all your ideas and looking for some type of support or trusting that they uh, will in return, give you what you're giving them. So we're going to take a small break again. I know I always take a little break, but I like to let things um, settle in so people can process and have the time to really kind of think about what is being said. Um, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to dive right back into the facts. This is such a great episode. I'm so happy you guys have joined me at The Factor, and we'll be back. So we are back. This is Avocado 2.0, and you've been listening to The Factor. I want to start by thanking all of you for tuning in and joining me for these uh, conversations about some of the facts of the life that we're all living, right? Um, so we're going to get right back into it. So we're talking about relationships, and um, another uh, relationship criteria I would say um, and I'm not saying that there is a criteria I'm just putting that in a term so that I can even understand what I'm telling you guys so hopefully you guys are following me with this but um my second thing that I would think um, that is a, is important to either building a relationship or continuing on a relationship is openness and being open with someone um, can go a long way um, because that shows them ultimately that you are you know showing them exactly what um, you're trying to communicate to them whether it's aggression love uh, mystery or whatever it's still an action that's being shown that you're being very open and transparent about which can either attract or make people run away you know you know being be open in terms of communication and thinking and that's the main part of open openness is that you know you have to be open to communicating and 
as we kind of dive into the facts in one of the earlier episodes of the factor you know communication is very important communication is key and adding open thinking openness to uh, the way that you think about things can also affect the way you approach situations or create solutions or um, just in generally just deal with things um, the way that you're thinking if you're narrow-minded they say you know some people have this tunnel vision when um, in life right because sometimes it's good to have tunnel visions when you're focused on a goal or trying to just you know isolate your your thought pattern and your thinking into one way or one thing one specific thing that you're trying to accomplish but in general you should always have um, an open-minded way of um, approaching things you know you should always try to talk things over in person and you know never over like social media or text or whatnot because that is what uh the the lines get crossed right the different uh ways that words can come off um in a text message opposed to when you're uh saying it on the phone opposed to when you're actually in person saying those words and someone gets to see your body language and kind of feel your vibes in person you know um you know, so when you talk, communicate, like, and make sure that you're listening to what you're saying as well, because sometimes we talk and we know what we're saying and we feel passionate about it and things like that. But if we're not saying it in a way where people can comprehend or we're just blurting out a bunch of things in one minute, that can really um, cause a big miscommunication in a relationship because in a sense, you're not giving that person a chance to process what um, you're saying and what you're trying to say to them. So, um... You know, that is something that you have to focus on when you're trying to communicate to someone else as well. And then if you're on the receiving end of that communication, I feel like, you know, it's always best to just listen to who uh, is speaking to you. Just hear them out. Really listen um, during communication. Um, And during this process, you know, it really opens up everything in your head and your mind and you really can get clarity and are able to move forward from whatever issue or going towards whatever because it doesn't necessarily always have to be a negative thing right it can also be a positive thing that you're trying to communicate but that person is just not understanding completely what you're trying to say and then that's how tension can be built or you know some type of form of aggression can come into play because you know another thing and I think uh this is important um, to relationships. The criteria of Avocado 2.0's relationship criteria is passion. You know, um, passion is the energy that I believe thrives every relationship. And I will keep saying I'm not only talking about the love relationships of romance and your significant other and partners and things i'm talking about just relationships in general with people even with animals and just the way we treat the world and our communities you know passion is you know it's love right and we show our love in so many different ways that um you know passion is can be Passion can literally look so many different ways. If that makes sense to you guys, if it don't, comment, go to Instagram at the fact apart and uh, let me know if you need me to clear that up for you. But um, you know, you you have to love passionately, and you have to be able to accept another person's love, um, you know, passionately, you know, um, and 
and embracing them and things like that. So let's let that sit in for a sec. I think that those things are very important for us to really focus on and process. And possibly some of us need to reflect back on some of the past relationships we've had in um, in our lives and maybe think that maybe it's time for us to own up to some of the things that, you know, some of our little flaws that we're working on and over the past weekend, I had a, a chance to talk to some of my friends. And, you know, it really is a thing where we're, like, all a work in progress. So it's really not a thing if you remember something, you know, oh, I, and you go, oh, I could have been better at that. And, you know, the first step is just acknowledging, you know, that you did something um, in a different way than, uh, or in an unhealthy way, rather, that... Um, Maybe next time, if you're put in that position, that you're gonna try some a new way or um, really think about um, how you are um, reacting and communicating um, in that relationship and things like that. So we'll be back. We're gonna take another little music break, but when we get back, we're gonna dive into the facts. Hey, so I am back. It's Avocado 2.0, and we're about to wrap up today's episode. Uh, but before we do, just want to kind of give a recap on what we've been talking about. We've been talking about relationships and the importance of building strong relationships and what, in a sense, criterias we have when it comes to uh, building relationships that, relationships that we want to last. And um, above everything that we did uh, discuss, I believe that relationships are not easy they're never easy um whether it's with a romantic partner or a family member or friend there's always room for that relationship to either fade or go in a different direction from when where you originally uh, thought it would possibly go um in the beginning um but if you know you stay on course with your vision of um, how you want to be treated in a relationship and how you treat others in relationships, the relationships you have should stay on course. And if you stray away from that focus of that course of how you're treating people and how you would like to be treated, then the relationships will start to go off course. And then here comes a bunch of toxic, unnecessary things that we don't necessarily want to deal with on a daily basis. Um, And in considering that we deal with people on a daily basis, um, you know, we should be trying to avoid um, any type of um, saltiness in relationships and stuff or mystery or suspicion and those uh, ways of thinking. Um, so if we're paying attention to how we are setting up the relationship and communicating inside the relationship, we should be good. We should be fine. And we should see a lot of relationships blossoming and lasting for years and um, a lot of great stories coming from that. But you know, there are a lot of important things to building relationships, and um, I would love to hear um, some of you guys um, talk about relationships or possibly some of the relationships that you uh, encountered or are in. Um, I think that it's a, a good time to talk about the diversity of different styles of relationships. So please, please, please visit us um, on Instagram at the factor pod and you know send us a message and i will read um the messages uh in the next episode and things like that but before we go i just want to leave um these five important uh relationship 
things um, with you guys. Um, first being always love yourself and know that you're enough. And I think that's the, the number one thing um, because if you can't love yourself, you don't love yourself, how are you supposed to love someone else, right? If you don't feel like you're enough and all that other stuff, there's a lot of inner work or healing that you may need to go through before you can share yourself with another person because then you'll constantly be in a cycle of second-guessing yourself, self-doubt, low self-esteem, etc. And then the person or persons that you're around are not knowing that these are your inner thoughts, that inner voice. We spoke about that in one of the episodes, the earlier episodes as well. So just make sure that that inner voice is telling you to love yourself constantly and just to know that you're enough for anything, whether it's a relationship or trying a new project or something like that, you're enough. And if you fail or it don't come out the way that it was uh, planned, then that's totally fine. You know, at least you went and you realized that your potential can take you to another place. Um, and that leads me to never losing your individuality. Um, and it goes back to identity and um, finding out who we are and and how we want to share ourselves with other people and what are we communicating through our identity to other people Um even though some of us can say like, oh, that's my better half or that's my twin or that's my sister or, you know, we're just two peas in a pod, right? Like you're still an individual. And at the end of the day, you still have a chance to um, develop your identity in a way that may not relate or um, co coexist with that person in the future. And being um, thinking of that, you know, makes that time period a little bit easier because now you understand why you may be a little bit, uh, it may be a little space between you and a person that you used to be really close with and stuff like that, right? Um, but we have to understand that trust is a major component as well. And trust is a fa as fragile as it sounds, it really is. It's um, a thing that can be gained and lost and regained and um, or never given back. Um, and it's a scary thing because once you lose trust for someone, it's very hard to regain that trust without suspicion or without thinking, you know, it's only going to end up the same way that it ended up before because that trust you um when you're building trust there's a lot of vulnerable moments in that um experience so when you feel like you've let someone in or you let your guard down or those walls or whatever you put up to keep people out um and you let that down with a person or a group of people and and that trust is now dem demolished it's that can be very damaging and very scary um so you know we have to be open and we have to be smart at the same time because these things um that we do um impact society at large so we need to make sure that we're open-minded to perspective to knowing that we don't all share the same experiences and that we don't all communicate the same way we all use different languages and lingo right so um in tones and passion and we all love differently so we have to continuously stay open-minded to that fact right because we're only sharing the facts and the facts only on the factors so we need to make sure that we are open and yes 
being smart because it goes back to thinking about what you're saying before you're saying it because it's not about what you're saying it's really about how you're saying it and it goes back to effective communication and those um, elements in co- effective communication it's really important when you're trying to build a relationship with someone and really focusing in on making sure that you're clear you're direct and you're also smart and you're and considerate and all the other things that come along with it and finally, you know, we want to love passionately. Like I said, passion is um, the key to so many um, great moments in life, uh, success, everything. When you go full on and you just use your passion as the driving influence and motivating factor towards whatever it may be, getting into a relationship, keeping a relationship, building the relationship, all these things, um, you know, it it is a fact that passion can make things go either left or right, up or down. Um, so we also need to know how to control our passion and navigate that passion um, and really kind of put that passion where it belongs because sometimes we get passionate in areas that can lead to miscommunication, right? So you want to make sure that you don't let your passion overcrowd or, you know, overcrowd, overshadow, what is it you're trying to communicate? So I'm going to leave you guys with that for now. Um, But before I go, I want to shout out John Toussaint for helping me with all my notes for this episode. Um, It's been a really great help, and you guys should definitely go and check out his website, johntoussaint.com, and really dive into uh, relationships and other areas that he talks about on his blog site so um until next time share the facts and the facts only i'm avocado 2.0 and you've been listening to the factor